<laughs> Here we are. Another episode of Cheat Day Podcast. I am Frankie, and I am looking at the fabulous, <laughs> the uh, unique, incomparable, incredible... Christian Brock Jones, yes. honey. <laughs> yes, she is in the house, honey. She's in the stu- she's coming from the studio mm. in North Hollywood. Yeah. An undisclosed location. Undisclosed location, child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's it going, Mamas? How are you doing? I'm I'm doing okay. I'm kind of on a high. I had my five year wedding anniversary yesterday, mm. as you know, Mr. Frankie. And happy, happy anniversary. Thank you, mamas. It it really has been amazing. I just, it's been a wild ride, and I I can't imagine going through life with anybody else. So mm. I just am so grateful. That is so great when you find that, that isn't moment. it? Isn't it wonderful when you find that? <laughs> you can't see her, but she's it not. Is. She's... <laughs> I I didn't. I, well, I didn't know I was going to find it. Right? I I, yeah. I I didn't know. I had no idea. I had mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he's such a testament to the work I've done as far as like even being able to allow somebody like him into my life because, you know, he was very different from, you know, uh, the other dudes Mm. (laughs) I had, you know, uh, the other chads, the other chads, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So yeah, he was just, it hit different with him. It hit different. And I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful that I took that leap of faith because it was scary. It's scary when you do things that are new, no matter what it is, when you're, when you're, you know, partaking in something that makes you feel really uncomfortable because it's new and it's good for you. Mm-hmm. Just got to work through that shit, honey. Got to lean in. Gotta yeah. Lean in. yeah. Mm. How are you, Frankie? I'm good. I, I am, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a week. It's been an interesting week. To say the least, some goods and some not so goods. You know how to have dealing with a little bit of a medical situation at this point, but it, you know it seems to be improving. So we're keeping our fingers crossed that things will go well. But um, this week I actually um, so I have been like obsessed with perfume kind of all my life. I kind of love fragrances. And before the pandemic started, I found the Institute for Art and Olfaction here in Los Angeles, which is like a a perfumery school, pretty much. Like they do everything from like history of perfume to classes to teach you how to basically produce your own fragrance. So I had planned to, to go and take a class before everything started, but then when everything started, everything closed. But they actually, um, I recently found that they were doing classes online. So I took my first one this past week. Yeah, the history of perfume. And they focused on the European, because even though like perfume has a, many, they said that the perfume has many histories from different countries, but we only really know the that perfume comes from France. That's what we all think. When in reality, it it, it was created. It, it has been created in many different parts of the world. It's just you know, like everything, we tend to be sold the history that 
people want to sell us, which in this case is the that it came from Europe, and that's the main part of the story, and that's what we all buy. So we, you know, we think white European rather than you know we tend to ignore everything else. So yeah, we went. It was really really nice, and and I, I the people were amazing. There was a lot of people in this class, and they were so nice to each other and. Supportive, so I'm planning on taking more classes and and seeing where that goes because I would love to maybe create my little scent. Yes, Mama. So yeah, I loved it. It was really fun. So I'm looking forward to doing more. Other than that, I just you know been going to work. Um, and that's you know, work is work. I look forward to the times where I get to be creative. So like taking that class and doing this times that I get to dream of another future for me. <laughs> so that's that. That was my week. I love it. Yes, mama. That's so badass. Like perfume, like the whole, the perfume classes and mm-hmm. the history. You're right. Everything is so white centered. It's disgusting. And Absolutely. so, I'm I look forward to talking more about this with you because I'm definitely curious. Like I don't I mean I also could go to Google. because uh, I don't know <laughs> the roots. But you're taking this class it's like specifically catered towards, you know, like all of those things and so mm-hmm. I'm so excited for you. I think mm-hmm. that's so badass. And they do something really cool which is usually like classes vary in price. Like some you know, I think this one was like $15, but they do a scale too. Like people so they they very much say like if you can't pay, it's fine. Just come and take the class cuz perfume and a lot of industries are built around exclusion and keeping people out. Yep. And 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 she said the woman Saskia who was one of the owners said, you know, we want to be inclusive because everybody has, can have the chance to do this. Everybody can do this. It's not just reserved for the rich and the white. So yeah, that was really great. I enjoyed it. I love it. I would wear your fragrance girl. What What do you think? Like, what are, what, like, have you thought about like, (laughs) Like notes that you want to be present or <laughs> I mean I love I love like um I love citrusy like lemony I also love minty one of my all-time favorite like I, I don't remember how old I was maybe like 20 or 19 I bought this um I don't it's it's still around but like you know how sometimes they change the formulation of things and it doesn't smell the same yes but it was this, the house of, it was called Lolita Lempica. And it, it's a French house. I think, I believe it's French. And they, they had, they had this men's fragrance that I absolutely loved so much. And I would wear it and, and so many people would like stop me and say, what, are, what do you have on? That's when you know that you're wearing something really good. So I love that one. But like my first first, I think that I love was Jean-Paul Gaultier, of course. I feel like everybody, I, I think I got that when I was like 18. And I got it because I, I at the club, you know, because I was down at the clubs. I was dancing with this guy who was really cute. And he had Jean-Paul Gaultier. And I asked him what he was wearing and he told me. So then I got it. It reminded me of him, you know, that one night thing. But but I also loved I loved the I loved the scent. 
they have a long history. I mean, scents do that to you. Like they can bring you back to a specific moment. They do. They do. They invoke like memories and feelings. And yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why I love them. Yes. Yes. I, yeah, I'm, I'm into like musky. I like a sweet perfume, like uh, with floral notes, Mm -hmm. but I also love a really musky scent too. And I love when the two are kind of intertwined, you know, like Issa Laurent. Issa Laurent. Yep. He said, mm-hmm. he said, I can't say it. Now. I said it the first time that day. That's all you're getting. Uh, I'm not going to try again because I'm no. going to butcher it because I always say the wrong thing. So the fact that I said the right thing the first time, <laughs> kind of a miracle. Uh, but they have a black opal. Oh Ooh. my God. It is so delicious, honey. Mm. Musky and sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, because I like, I like the essence of both. Cause I kind of have the essence of both, you know, my masculine side, my feminine side. Mm-hmm. So I like when a perfume plays to that, you yeah. know, to that part of me. So yeah. Also some people are completely not about perfume. Yeah. <laughs> like our friend Christina. <laughs> yeah, 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 she is not about it. She's like a soap and water type of person. Just mm-hmm. starts what sneezing. Are you wearing? Dial. I'm wearing dial. <laughs> Mind your own business. <laughs> oh my god! I hope she hears this. <laughs> I'll do a shout out to her. Yeah. <laughs> All oh right, Mama. Goodness. So what else? What else happened this week? I know you you stay creative because that's what you do. Always on I it. Have, I have been. I posted a bunch of stuff on. I love your show, Mama. Is my Instagram. Um, like the table settings that we did for anniversary day and mm-hmm. we did like a little photo sesh. And then last night I also did crafting with Kristen, which, mm. you know, I do every Saturday on my Facebook live. Mm-hmm. Um, and people really seem to enjoy it last night, Frankie, we made self care bears. Okay. Stop Shut the, it. Stop it. Stop it. So damn cute. Like I cannot with myself right now. I'm kind of dying and I don't know who I have become, but they are (laughs) self-care bears. We got Prozac bear. We got lithium bear. We got therapy bear. We got psychotherapy bear. We got (laughs) utilize your resources bear. We got... So I'm going to put them on like a garland and it's going to be like my little reminder to take care of myself. Uh And I, I put on the post an update just saying that, um, we all deserve self-care. The self-care is not something you should ever have to earn. It is something that you should take for Mm -hmm. yourself. And we all deserve time for self-care and your life depends on it. It Mm -hmm. really does, you know, because matter what you're doing in your life it's like you you have to you have to at some point isolate some time for you you know even if it's five fucking minutes Mm -hmm. take care of yourself yep yep so crucial so i had a blast last night and um woke up to a really nice message i had a show on friday that's right that's right how did it go Oh, my God, Frankie. It was so good. First of all, it was a predominantly black room, which I was super stoked about Mm -hmm. um, just because I feel more at home with a with just more diversity around me. Like the last thing I want to do is go do stand up with a bunch of fucking fuck boys. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like North Hollywood 
white boy, you know, atypical cis hetero male talking about fucking bitches. Like I'm not here for that. <laughs> right. And so I got to play to a predominantly black room and they loved me. Like oh. I, like nice. I was talking about Hank the crackhead, you know, and and it was like I brought me, like I brought my authentic self, and people seemed to really enjoy that, and I enjoyed serving it, and they enjoyed eating it up, you know, Fantastic. like they were laughing, and they just seemed to really enjoy the material. And then I woke up Saturday morning to a message from one of the other comics who just said, "Hey, I really enjoyed your set." Um, I, I look forward to doing more shows with you and, um, uh, you really seem to be hitting your stride. Mm. It, it, it begins. And so just the, the, like when people take time out to send positive messages to you, like that is such, that is such a gift to me because people just don't do that, you know? Yeah. And so when it happens, it's very, very special because, that's a lot for people to take time out to say something nice to you. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really cherish, I really cherish those messages. I really do it. It, mm. it, 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 uh, it pushes me to keep going mm-hmm. because obviously we talked about self doubt la- last episode, yeah. you know, you have self doubt and you don't know mm-hmm. if what you're putting out is, is good. Or if you're saying all the right things or, you know, and, and, and I'm doing live. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mama has diarrhea of the mouth sometimes, honey, and she just cannot help herself. (laughs) (laughs) And she is on a live. So, Mm. you know, it's a little nerve wracking, but that's also what's so exciting about it because you don't know what's going to happen and people interact with me. And Mm. yeah, so it's just been really good. So I've been staying super busy with my creativity. I I also created, I think, like 10 new pieces Mm -hmm. um, on procreate which we are going to be uploading to the love your show etsy shop mm-hmm. um still have the etsy shop mm-hmm. um so this week i'm going to be dropping i believe 10 new art pieces and then also some new bags wow go mamas and i was gonna i wanted to go back to your oh, yeah, show mm-hmm. no no no, it's okay i that's such a testament to you you never know what's next and 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 you should never really let your last experience dictate what happens next because i know you've shared here that you you had a not so great experience doing stand-up online before that had some you know critics give you some not so positive feedback so that actually made you take a little bit of a break a little tiny break and then you got back into it and then look what happens but you got back into it which i think is an important thing that's so great and I'm very happy for you. Thank you, Frankie. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, do you want to talk about OnlyFriends? Yes, mamas. <laughs> Nothing would make me happier than talking about OnlyFans oh. right now. Yes, yes mamas. <laughs> so the announcement is Kristen and I are doing an OnlyFans. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> not yet. We're not going there. Not yet. <laughs> I know. Never rule anything out. No. All things are possible. Okay. <laughs> never say never, honey. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, OnlyFans is like this thing now that a lot of people are doing. A lot of yep. like big people. Um. So they, you know, OnlyFans. I guess it started in like 2016. It was this other platform that would give. 
sort of celebrities and influencers another way to be in touch or interactive or engage with fans? So now that sort of life quickly has turned into being now anytime that you hear OnlyFans, you think of like porn or nudity, which is the reality in a lot of the cases. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of performance performers on there. But the new trend that's starting out is a lot of celebrities and influencers and TV people and uh, musicians are getting on. So just uh, they, they've released a like OnlyFans rich list. So just, you know, to give you an idea of the amount of money that's happening on OnlyFans, mamas. So the on the top is Black China. Black China's on top and she has made, and this is per month, she made uh, like $17 million, $17 million. Now her subscription is about $45 for the month. And then on second place, you have Controversial. Bella Thorne. Bella, she's she used to be like a Disney kid. Okay. Yeah, and then um, I mean, she's no longer a Disney person. She's aged out. She's <laughs> now she's only fan. <laughs> well, I mean, she's done other she's done other like right, movie right, right. and stuff like that, but movies and things, TV and Netflix. But she uh, she has made about ten million. Now the controversy with her is that she got on there and she you know she has like twenty four million followers on Instagram and she told people that she was going to go on there. She was selling because because the way OnlyFans OnlyFans works, and I only know this through a friend, um, is that <laughs> so you go on there and they put out some stuff, they provide some content, but then. Depending on the performer, they can give you as little as much as they see fit. And then they can charge more for other things. You can ask for some people sell custom videos, things like that. So I guess she went on and she says she was going to sell some nude photos for $200 a pop. And then people were paying it and the photos were not really what she had promised. So that in return made OnlyFans change some things. I was hurting other performers. So it's a whole big thing. But I think she, she made like a million in the first 24 hours that she was on there. So then we have on third place Cardi B. And she, uh, her subscription is about $5. And she made about $8 million. But she's not doing any nudity. She's doing like behind the scenes stuff. And she really using it kind of like the way that it was supposed to be. Kind of engaging and with other people. Then we have Tyga, four. And he he's making about six six million, and subscriptions about twelve dollars. Now he is showing some stuff, which is interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Like dick pics. Yeah, and some okay. and some videos, and some videos of like him with other women. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting when you think about you know how they're putting themselves out there like that. Some careers have been made on quote-unquote leaked sex tapes you know when you see some other people who are the most famous right now who've made the most money sort of that's how a career has been propelled so clearly people have an obsession with celebrities maybe because they see them as unattainable and then this is kind of a way for them to to have this celebrity in a more intimate private way right 
So, yeah, many people are on here. You know, you have... Those are kind of like the top four, but you have other people, other, you know, porn actresses are doing it. Some other, um, and you have people like Ruby Rose and you have, let's see who else is on this list. That we have you seen her hair, by the way, Ruby Rose's hair current? I have not. It's like psychedelic. It's, it's like tie dye. It's like pastel tie dye. Wow. It's almost like iridescent. You know how like iridescent has that rainbow hue yeah. to it? That's what she did to her hair. Okay. Okay. You know what? Andy's like, you should do that. I'm like, we don't have that kind of money. My hair would literally look like that for one day. And then, <laughs> I'm like, we don't have that kind of money right now, honey. Okay. Yeah. We need some fuck you money anyway. <laughs> um, and then Shay Coulee, who's uh, from Drag Raves, they're on there okay. as well. Yeah, it's like a well-rounded list of people who are just making a lot of money and and good for them. Good for them, you know, if you if you're I I don't know that I would not because I think it's bad, but because I just I'd be so concerned with how everything's looking and where are things falling and you know what I mean like that would just be a mess. But if I didn't have all these insecurities, honey, I'd be just letting it all hang out. Spread eagle on all the Yes, be free. I'd be like, I'm going to quit this job right now and I'm going to just go into OnlyFans full time. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes, girl. I mean, whatever, you know, like. Like you said, there's so many different ways you can use the platform. Really, if you're if you're providing quality content and you can get, I don't know, snippets of your shit. They're like snippets. Like, do people get to go and look at like your profile and then they get to decide whether or not they no, want to? No, no. I mean, you you look at you go look at a profile and all you see is like they have that you can you can see how many videos they have and how many photos they have, but you can't you can't preview anything. Okay, so basically you just got to capture them with your look. Well, I mean, because I would say the majority of the people who are on there have some sort of content somewhere that they can, you know, like a lot of them are on Twitter. So when they go on Twitter, they can they can probably post previews there and then be like, hey, if you want more of this, then go follow me on OnlyFans. Want to see my titties? Go follow me on OnlyFans. Follow me on OnlyFans. Huh? Yeah, that sort of kind of you know because you it it is you kind of, you kind of sort of have to market yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because we I mean we've talked about me like that Lizzo makes me want to start an OnlyFans that like right. I if I was not married right now my fupa and fat pussy would be on OnlyFans <laughs> so goddamn quick I'd be like fuck it I'm revolutionary you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> Your fap. You're being that realness child. It's going like, to be your fap on OnlyFans. My fap, fap. <laughs> that ass pussy child. I don't know why I keep saying child. <laughs> I don't think that's appropriately placed. Anyway, uh, it's just something I've thought about. I really do think, because there is something about, you know, being a woman and kind of taking charge of your sexuality and, 
you know, if, if, if that's something that you want to do, it's performance art in many ways. And it, yeah. it's, people are very voyeuristic and want to watch. And if we're all a consenting adults, why the fuck not? And if mm-hmm. I can pay my bills and you can get your, whatever you're doing with my content, you know, mm-hmm. if we can all walk away happy. Mm-hmm. Then what's wrong with that? That doesn't hurt anybody. No, and no. I like the idea of it giving sex workers also more of an ability to kind of manage their own business. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really powerful. You know, I think men are real quick to exploit women. And I think the women, you know, I think that we have the ability to, we have more of an opportunity to take charge of it ourselves. Mm. Yeah. So, and, and it's safer, it's mm-hmm. safer kind of doing online stuff than doing in person. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think probably the pandemic has 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 been a contributor of why OnlyFans has become so big because people are at home yep. and don't have anything to do, you know. Yep. But yeah, but OnlyFans is, you know, out there buying houses for people. Yes. Which and is I'm great. A house. Me too. <laughs> the house that OnlyFans like, built. Yes. What? I said the house that OnlyFans built. <laughs> <laughs> this is my only fans house. <laughs> this is my only fans crib. I mean, I would just ha- if I could if I had a house, if I had my only fans house, I would just have I just would just build a studio room just yeah. for my only fans. Yes. And oh have my God, all kinds girl. of like sets and accoutrement and costumes and yeah, my only fans room. You need to get an OnlyFans. <laughs> not now. I understand that now it's probably not the time. But girl, I would, I mean, I don't think I would. Well, I, maybe I would subscribe. Because the production value would be yes. with it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because you really have an eye. You really mm. have an eye. Thank like, you, you know how to make things beautiful. No, yeah. It would be top of the line. I have to say, if I say so myself, it'd be good. It would be really good, right? <laughs> Just something to think about. You know what I mean? We're not dead. We're not dead. No. So I think I think OnlyFans is, I mean, that at any age, right? Like everybody's into what they're into. Correct. Everybody's got their kink. There's you know? something for everybody. Yes. And there's a lot of people out there. That will provide you with said kink. <laughs> yes. 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 I love it. I love it. Yeah, but I think we also started having this conversation because both you and I follow. No, I don't know if we follow her anymore, but we used uh, to chat a lot, a lot about Trisha Paytas. Yes, who has been on a roller coaster of drama for as long as I can remember. <laughs> but I think, mm-hmm. especially now, there's a lot of stuff going on with Trisha Paytas, and I don't know if that's something that the the drama stuff is something that she does to keep herself relevant in the YouTube space. But she started OnlyFans making a lot of money. A lot, a lot of money. She bought a house. But, you know, she she's done some weird things on there. Some, like, Jello wrestling with her sister. You know, some kind of... All like kind naked of, or... No, I think they were in, like, a bathing suit or something. Okay, okay. But it's yeah. like, she has one. Her sister has one. Her mom doesn't have one yet. Um, I was going to say. But, <laughs> but I see it coming because they put mom in a bathing suit. She was a referee. She was the referee. Girl, oh my God. Oh my God. Those ladies. Yes, you know, they're living their best lives. Living their best Mup lives. Banging right now. Only fans. Mup banging and OnlyFans. What he else do fucking, you need? And she buys all kinds of cars, like in pink. Yeah. 
and spends twenty thousand dollars, you know, on a birdcage handbag. <laughs> I'm like, do you know how many people you could have fed? You could have like helped people get into housing. I'm not saying everybody should do that with their money, but everybody should do that with their money. Correct. <laughs> you have an excess of it, but yeah. It's yeah. Just no, I mean, I feel like I think I would do that if I had my OnlyFans money. And I, you know, yeah. I would definitely help help people. There's a yes. lot of, you know, you, all you have to do is drive down the street in L.A. and you'll see how much how much is needed. Yep. I mean, Sunset Boulevard is just an encampment. Yeah, I believe it. So yeah, I yeah. Would definitely have with the only only fans will be will be used for many things. I like that there's so many um, platforms that that you can you can connect with the world if mm-hmm. you want to. Most of it anyway, right? Because yeah, not everybody's connected, but a lot of people are connected, and so and I think we're all hopefully striving to work on being even more connected, but. Yeah, it, it, the internet is a great way and these platforms are a great way of getting your shit out there without having to be, you know, uh, mm-hmm. knowing the right people, you know, saying the right thing at the audition. It's like you just get to be authentically you and then people get to decide if they want to pay you for it. Yeah. I mean, on the other side of OnlyFans, you have TikTok. Yeah. And now you have like 16-year-olds from God knows where becoming millionaires yep now there's something also to be said about that yep when you come into that kind of money and fame and notoriety notoriety at a such an early age what that can do for you mm-hmm. so that's very interesting how you can sort of social media has been creating these pseudo celebrities for the last few years Right, who really are just putting themselves out there, doing a little dance, and people just happen to love it. And they go viral, and then the endorsements start to happen. <laughs> because business people see money where not not everybody else does. So they start to capitalize on that. And it's a win-win for everybody until, you know, you're 25 and it's no longer cute. What happens? Then you go to OnlyFans. I guess that's the that's the that's the graduation. That's the, <laughs> that's the next step. You start on TikTok and then you move on to OnlyFans to keep the business going. Right? What interesting times we're living in, <laughs> isn't it? It really it is. It is mm. so crazy. Yeah. But yeah, you were, we were talking about Trisha Paytas. Did you see she did she did a mukbang as Selena with a tribute to Selena? Yeah, I saw that. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how I feel about that either. Because you know, I don't. <laughs> not to be judgmental, but I feel like I feel like because she has put so much of herself out there, you kind of know that she definitely has like trauma in her past. It's mm-hmm. evident in like behaviors, right? Because mm-hmm. again, she's very transparent about her behavior. Yeah. Um, puts a lot of it out there 
but uh, it, 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 it's almost painful to watch sometimes because it's like, it's like comedy, right? It's only funny if you're not in pain about what you're trying to joke about, you know, if you're still in pain about it, then everybody is suffering in the room with you as Mm -hmm. you try to go through your, your sadness. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And, and it's almost like whether it's bad behavior or good behavior, it gets attention. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and we live in a world that, you know, sensationalizes folks like that who kind of put their mess out there and how, you know, dysfunctional they are. It's Mm -hmm. like they're met with millions of dollars. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like that encourages behavior in other young people who see her again. It's not her job to be a role model to anybody. Correct. It's her job just to be who she is. Um, But I feel like, I feel like as somebody who realizes her voice and her power and the fact that she has a platform, even though it's a small one, she still has a platform. Mm. I just want to try to have as, as positive as an impact on everything as possible, just because Mm. the world can be so fucking dark. I just don't want to contribute to the darkness any more than I already have. Cause God knows I can live in the dark. I feel like once you get to a certain level of like celebrity or money, you are really no longer held accountable for all the stupid decisions you make. I mean, how many times have we seen it? That people make absolutely stupid decisions and say stupid things. And it's like news for a day. And then we're, you know, people move on. On to the next. And they continue to make money and be super successful, regardless of all the stupid shit they've said. And believe me, I'm awful. Like, if you said something stupid 25 years ago... And people are now bringing it back. I mean, 25 years is a long time. And I give people the benefit of the doubt. I say people can change because right. I have changed. You know, we were, we were. I'm not the same person that I was 25 years ago, nor do I think the same or I have grown. I've learned. I have been more educated. So other people have also probably have been, too. But many people who are making those mistakes now are really not held accountable just given the past. Yep. You're you're 100% correct and it's just it's just I don't know. I think it's the whole like that kind of behavior also there's a layer of that behavior kind of holds the institution of white supremacy and racism and bias in place like i feel like we also all have a responsibility of breaking down those systems and everything mm-hmm. that we do because mm-hmm. <laughs> people are dying so mm-hmm. it's like I, I don't know i just i think that that's really really important that that we start to reward that behavior, that yeah. we start to reward authenticity and realness and 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 just, you know, people who are really themselves and not trying to fit into some patriarchal white supremacist Euro heterocentric fucking cookie cutter. Because no, that's no, I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Not gonna live like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but I know that the way I feel is not the way that everybody else feels, but mm-hmm. it's just she puts those kinds of things into perspective for me as far as like, well, I see what it looks like on her. So what would that look like on me? And is that something that I want to put out into the world? You know, 
it works for her. You know, it's on trend or not trend. It's on brand. It's very on brand for Trisha Paytas to be a hot mess. She's made an entire career out of it. Good for fucking her. For all we know, she's like in therapy and on medication (laughs) and like, you know, it's like really well-rounded. She's actually married and maybe has kids. We just don't know it because she plays a hot mess. You know, (laughs) I mean, probably not. That's probably not what's happening, but you know what I'm saying? Like, It works. It works. She she grew up in a world that was like, yes, yes, this is going to work for you and we're going to pay you for it. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, she's also, you know, um, um, a thick, straight sized version of a Midwest, not Midwestern, <laughs> Midwest white girl. Yeah. So I, I think that just goes back to my original point of like breaking down those those that structure and not keeping it in place for my own gain. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I struggle. It's like, yeah, you're making money, but it's at, it's at the cost of something, right? Like nothing in life is free. So I don't know. I think it just, and I think it also goes back to the taking from the pot. Are you, are you taking, are you giving as much as you're taking from the pot? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're taking a lot, are you giving as much as you're taking? But mm-hmm. again, like, capitalist society so every man for themselves and your your money and your property and what you have you earned all of it yourself none of it was handed to you through privilege blah 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 blah. yeah so it's layered it's very layered i i uh she she invokes a lot of feelings in me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she's very provocative so you can give her that too she definitely starts a lot of i'm sure she starts a lot of conversations i'm sure she does Mm mm-hmm I mean to hijack the conversation. No, mamas. I love everything you have to say. I love everything you have to say. <laughs> oh, really quick. Side note. I yeah. saw what you wrote on Spotify for like the description of the podcast. Yeah. Love it. It's so, it's like in, it's, I feel like it's in our voice. Mm-hmm. I feel like what we had originally written on um, like Apple Mm-hmm. podcast and all this that was good but mm-hmm. it just i don't know it felt felt more real oh, when i read you. it i was like i love how he wrote this thank you mamas i appreciate it so fantastic <laughs> mr frankie <laughs> so yeah well we were talking about only fans and I, I wanted to bring up also that i learned about only fans because i was looking i don't snoop through andy's bank stuff but we share bank stuff yeah and um, I just go through and make sure that everything is like copacetic periodically. Mm-hmm. And I went through and I was like, what is this only friends you have on here? What is this? What is this only friends? What is, what is nine 99? What are you buying for nine 99 on only friends? <laughs> and he fucking told me, I'm like, they better all be plus size and they better all be women of color. Or I'm going to be really upset at you. <laughs> oh my god that is so funny i love that man i love that man we're just hey you know like white girls don't need any more money they have enough they got enough they got enough they have enough they don't need more so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're an equal opportunist household yeah i mean if you know if we're sharing here i've i've had a couple of only friends okay okay (laughs) Mr. Frankie, shit, I but, I, but I only do it for like a month because you know daddy ain't got that much money okay. so it's like i do it for a month see what's going on and that's it moving on 
What went on? <laughs> I think it's fantastic. I really do. I should get an OnlyFriends. No, yeah, I mean like only one friends. that I can like follow people. Yeah, you know, just supporting the economy. <laughs> yes, exactly. You got to keep the economy going, right? Yes. yes yeah. you gotta, and we all need to pay our bills. We all mm-hmm. need to pay our bills. Mm-hmm. Abso- absolutely. So funny. Yes, my What is this OnlyFriends you got on here? <laughs> all right mamas well if we have nothing else to discuss this has been a really great conversation to have fun and funny it was right it was fun and funny yes (laughs) it was both of those things mr frank um before we go though i wanted to talk about uh black women led Go for it. Uh, it is. Um, so after the death of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, powerful black women came together to create a community of people ready for change. Continuing off the momentum, our organization made with Birthday for Brianna on June 6th at Pan Pacific, we decided to fulfill our lifelong dream of starting a nonprofit, Black Women Led, BWL. Black women have led this country since the beginning, and we want to amplify more black leadership in this moment. BWL will be at the forefront of human rights movement and will continue to speak out against murders committed by police, campaign against violence, systemic racism, and advocate anti-racist policy, defunding the police, investing in our communities, and will call for the prosecution of killer cops. BWL is committed to meeting this moment with the urgency and outrage it requires. We will hold rallies, protests, donate bail funds for protesters, put money into communities directly, and this will help us start our nonprofit from the ground up. We are here to put the work in. Let's get started. They have a GoFundMe. Um, They have an Instagram account. Um, It's Black Women Led. It's Black Women underscore Led. And... um, I'm sorry, black underscore women led. And uh, it's an amazing organization. They actually were live from, they do a lot of stuff in front of the Laugh Factory. Like they shut down Sunset today and set up shop um, for these two other, they were protesting young people, young people of color, specifically black people, uh, black kids being put in jail for mental health. Um, for mental health reasons. And that being the only reason why they were in jail. So, uh, that was happening today. And they were saying that they just need more support. Like people were really stoked in the beginning, Frankie, to be protesting and to Mm -hmm. be out there in those streets and to be, you know, like fighting the good fight, but we have to keep fighting. Not all of us can go to the protest, but a lot of us can go to the protest. And if you can mask up, shield up, do whatever you need to go do, but go and support. And if you can't go and support, then send your money. And if you can't send your money, then send your resources. And if you don't have resources, then repost the shit on your goddamn Instagram. You have an account, right? We all have social media. There's a lot of things you can do that cost no money and don't involve you going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I highly, highly, highly encourage that you guys go give them a follow and go to the GoFundMe page. It's all, the link is in the bio. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I, I'm excited. Like I'm excited. I'm excited that organizations like this exist yeah. because we, you know, uh, vote, 
please vote. Voting is November 3rd is mm-hmm. upon us. So if you haven't voted yet, if you haven't registered, find out if you can in your state um, and get registered and vote. You know, use your voice. Speaking of voting and how important it is, I dropped my ballot this week. Yeah. And you know what's funny? When I went in to drop it off, there was a woman doing something, you know, on next to the where you drop the mail. And I think she she took like a glance of what I was doing. And then when I put the mail in, she like cheered for me. That was really cute. She went, yay. I was like, oh, my God. Like everybody, everybody deserves to have this moment. <laughs> that was so sweet. And she gave me the energy that I felt like she was aligned with my beliefs. So that was good. Yeah, that was really good that she did that. And I I felt supported and celebrated for making that choice, the choice to vote, which everybody should make. Vote, vote, vote. Yeah. Vote. It's very important. Life life or death. It's super important. Mm -hmm. Life or death. Life or death. Yes. All hands on deck. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Frankie, this is always like, I always feel like we have such rich conversations and I'm so grateful that we're doing this podcast. So thank you. Oh, me too, mamas. Thank you very much. Uh, So where can people follow you and follow us? You can, you can follow me on, I love your show mamas on Instagram. You can also follow me on love your show six, eight on TikTok. You can also follow Mm -hmm. me on on YouTube at Love Your Show Exclamation and uh, also Facebook, uh, Kristen Brock Jonas. So I'm on all those social <laughs> oh, medias. <laughs> and you can follow can us follow. on Cheap Day Podcast, soon Cheap to come Podcast. OnlyFans. <laughs> no, not OnlyFans. We won't. See no, you guys no. next week. <laughs> See you guys next week.